All right, guys. Uh, welcome to the Robert Show. We have a very, very, very special guest today, and I can't hold my excitement. Obviously, considering it's Mike Wimmer, a twelve-year-old kid who's making strides in the tech world. Uh, so, first of all, uh, we'll be welcoming Mike. And uh, before inviting Mike, obviously, I would want to give a small gist about who Mike Wimmer is. Mike Wimmer is the CEO founder at uh, Reflect Social. Mike Wimmer is a 12-year-old kid who's looking forward, who's a former thinking child genius. I can say that definitely. Uh, I know at this age, uh, at his age, is that is something what is you know you would you would be thinking that okay, is it real? Uh, Mike's uh, entrepreneurial goal is to build technology that enables people to live better lives. So that is very divine thing that he already has in his mind. Today we'll discuss about Mike's uh, journey, his uh, robots that he's creating, the programming, uh, the future of AI, ML, and uh, future plans. Uh, what Mike has. Before getting Mike, obviously I would want uh, to let uh, my audience know that uh, we'll be, uh, you know, giving away five subscription, adult subscriptions of 365 Data Science, and also um, uh, before calling him again, obviously I would like to thank our partners, 365 Data Science, and How to Get Analytics Jobs by Albert and John. They are doing fantastic job. If you want to uh, know more about it, uh, do not forget to go and visit their page. Okay, let's uh, just get uh, Mike. Hey. hey Mike, fantastic! Uh, welcome to the Robert Show, and uh, such a pleasure having you here. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Oh, fantastic! And uh, Mike, to just start with, obviously uh, you're a, te a twelve-year-old kid. I, I know age doesn't matter, but uh, still, like age is just a number. Right. But uh, at the same time, first thing, obviously, I would like uh, you to introduce yourself and let the audience know what. What are the today's topic that we can discuss? What are the things they can ask you? And you'll be out there for them. So, yeah. So, yeah, as Ravit said, I'm Mike Wimmer. I'm a 12-year-old high school senior. And I'm an avid computer programmer and roboticist. And really, my main goal, as, as Ravit also mentioned, is to build technology yeah. that enables people to live better lives. So no matter mm. what field that's through in technology, that's really what I want to do. And besides all the tech stuff, I'm also, I love swimming, Legos, IMSA racing, and wow. everything about exotic cars. So I'm still a kid too, so I got Hot Wheels tracks around the corner <laughs> and Legos and all that kind of kid stuff. And I'm also a very out-of-the-box thinker because I've never really allowed myself to be in a box in the first place. Mm. Exactly. You know, I think, uh, you know, this is so cool of you to, you know, uh, get into so many things already at the age of 12 i don't know uh, you know i was uh, telling a few people who reached out to me and uh, i was just telling them at the age of 12 i don't know where i was and what i was doing did i even have a plan where i could be you know uh, actually doing something which is in robotics or maybe uh, obviously i might be playing with legos that is for sure which uh, every uh, you know child might be doing at that age so yeah, it is something which is very fascinating, and you're doing a fantastic job. I know now. I uh, you know throughout the show, I won't say about age. I'll just stop myself from doing that because age really doesn't matter. We know now that uh, it's just a number, and you prove it every time. Uh, so yeah, we have a few folks joining in. Uh, Mike, uh, we have Mewa who says, "Okay, superb." Um, Albert is there. Shruti is here. Oh wow, Kate is here. Hey Kate. Okay. Uh, Kids, amazing. Uh, so everyone is here, and a kid says that there's some Legos rule. <laughs> so, yeah, 
Christian says, very, very interesting. At 12, I couldn't type. That's so true. Maybe I also was the same person who couldn't even type. But you are out there creating uh, robots. So, uh, yeah, tell us uh, tell us more about it. Tell us, uh, you know, what when was the first time that it intrigued you to get into uh, a tech space that, okay, this is uh, something where I would want to get into or this is my interest area. When did you first identify that? So I think uh, it was really at 18 months old with my first iPad. So I was really, I was really hooked on it. I was like, you know, I love the technology. I always had an affinity toward it. And uh, I think I would hack, hack the parental controls, wink, wink. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I was definitely uh, learned everything about the operating system. And I really loved it because I could learn whatever I wanted to on there with different apps, learn how to write with the stylus pen, geography and everything. So I was really hooked on it. And really, it was also that in my, I really want to learn more in this. So it just so happened that my love of Legos and my love of programming or technology at the time really uh, merged together with the Mindstorms. So I uh, got the Mindstorms. I learned everything about it. It was really my first programming experience. And uh, I loved it. I really had some, a bunch of fun with it for sure. And, uh, but then I said, okay, you know, I've kind of maxed the, the Mindstorm out. So what I did was I went further with the Mindstorm and I said, I want to build a Rubik's Cube solver. So what's behind me here wow. is a, uh, I built this uh, a long time ago. I, had a, I have a video of it I can show you. It's just a, Rubik's Cube solver with color sensors and everything on it. So this was really my big Mindstorms capstone, if you will. Um, <laughs> okay. actually, I actually have a video of it I can pull up. Okay, yeah, sure. You would love to see the video, definitely. All right, so let me pause this. So, do, 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 do. all yeah. right. Now I'm going to share the screen. All right. You can see this now, right? Yeah. Let me just add it here. No problem. Let me just... Yep. We can see it. So just to give you a little bit of background on this, first of all, I always did the best work in my best work in my pajamas always, right? Um, and it, yeah. this is really the the first time that I got the the, the programming to work. So let me. Um... <laughs> Kate says that this is incredibly impressive. She she can't even solve uh, a reboot queue. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah I taught That's myself how to do it first. Wow. So that was really one of my the first moments where I said, okay, you know, I, I taught myself how to use the, the, to do the Rubik's Cube, then I built this robot that could do it, and that was a, uh, I wrote all the code in C++ for it, and uh, that was definitely a, uh, a big experience for me as, you know, it finally worked, right, and of course, we always we can always learn from our failures, so there was probably a dozen times where it didn't work. Or more yeah exactly the one time that it does that that just lights you up and i feel that uh, i definitely learned a lot from that experience for sure mm. i think you know uh, definitely uh, 
first thing, first question first, obviously, how long did it take for you to, you know, just get it done from the scratch? Obviously, it's something uh, for, for, I know for companies, it, it would have taken years because they put a research behind it and all of those things. And then, you know, just getting into something like that. What about you? So for me, I probably built that in about 10 days ish. 10 days. What? <laughs> so I, had, I, oh I, built, I built it, built the frame and everything for it, put all the color centers and gears in it. So then, uh, then I just started the programming and got all that working. And then also before that I had to learn how to do a Rubik's cube as well, which also was probably included in that 10 days. Uh, but you know what, you know what, one really, once I, I've start something, um, I'm very focused on it and I keep, I keep at it, you know, it's something where and I, when I go to bed at night, I'm always thinking about mm. something, right? So I'm like, that's yeah. what I can do. That's what that's the how I can fix that bug. So that was um, that was a big big mm. thing for me. Yeah, I think you know that definitely uh, you know is very impressive. In just in ten days, you've just done something which is extraordinary. And uh, we have something from Albert. We do all our best work in pajamas. That's right. <laughs> Uh, it's science uh, yes definitely and uh, you know uh, talking about that uh, mike uh, how about uh, you know i know that you also uh, you know program robots or you create robots can you just tell us more about it i know i can see a robot there yeah uh, just behind you is that something that you've built or something uh, you know yeah, you programmed a, uh, a soft banks robot named uh, now robot so uh, i named him infinite because okay. uh, i can do an infinite <laughs> for him with him and uh and that was really i i started to do about programming different hardware that was really the first thing with that so i wrote apps yeah. for it i sold those at the at the exchange i did a bunch of i controlled all the movements and interactions so it's almost like a baby you got a, every single little keyframe and everything so it was uh definitely a, a cool experience for that and then also first time really jumping into hardware development i made a microphone for infinite which is right here by the way and so that yeah. way you could hook him into a pa system which couldn't be done before and sometimes he was too quiet in a large room like in the classroom or something that effect so by making the microphone hook into the pa system you can hear him a whole lot better so that's uh i won the international hardware development award at the now congress for that and it also most wow. downloaded app on the now app exchange for my actually magic eight ball app for infinite and then also technical instructor at the now and so it's a bunch of uh i was really into the the now thing and one of the first big projects that i did with it mm -hmm. was where infinite impersonates a past president and kids have to hold up a card to say which president it was because you know, it's wow. like, you know, who was on the $500 bill? Then you have to hold up McKinley. So mm. it, it was really to show that you could take something that kids don't usually like to learn and then make and, and exactly. it up with technology. And it was really a great outlet to showcase the program because it's a, it's a robot, right? You know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So I think that's that's very inspiring, right? And you've just gone out of your way and you've just uh, taken a project, which is definitely, uh, you know, not everyone would pick it up so easily, but you've just 
you know nailed it and you've actually made it so uh, you know fantastic and it's just sitting right behind you so i can just imagine yeah. there was a question from edinka uh, uh, what programming languages uh, did you use to build it i don't know if it's about uh, rubikcube but i'm wondering it's about the robot Yeah. Um, so for the robot, uh, Infinite is mainly based in Python, and that was kind mm -hmm. of uh, actually across. Good thing for me was where I had already learned a, a lot of Python beforehand. That was my first programming language. It's still actually my favorite to this date because of its expansive and ability with data science and between data science yeah. and IoT and everything. Right. So. Um, So yeah, that was really with that. It's it's yeah. Python, and then had these uh, little QR codes on the the cards that you could scan. So actually, talking about infinite and things, I can show you another video of something I've been sure. really more recently working on. So let me pull that up. There's something new coming up. <laughs> We're excited already, Mike. <laughs> All right. So one second, I will yeah, sure. pull this up. And I'm going to turn my volume up so everybody can hear as well. Yep. Sure. All right. So, can everyone see the video? Okay. All, All right. right. So this was in uh, my first the Internet of Things. This is really where I got into it, and I can kind of give you the background story on this, where my yeah. mom actually had spinal surgery in spring of last year or two years ago. Okay. Okay. And so she couldn't get up out of the bed or off the couch very easily. So what I did was I took a ring doorbell and a my face recognition system that I had built using AI and linked it to this door lock using my what would become my uh, operating system for IoT devices so that I put in the five most common family members that would come and check on her. And it would come and recognize their face, and it would unlock the door for them. So mom would have wouldn't have to get up and unlock the door, etc. And mm. that was really a fun experience for that. And then I also expanded it to where, say, an unknown person was at the door, it would send a text to dad and I and say, "Would you like to unlock the door with a person?" And with this picture of the person, right? And mm. And so basically it would lock the door unless we sent text unlock, which it would unlock. And that was really when I realized that there really was not a lot of standardization in the world of IoT. So I said, we got to fix this. And that's something mm -hmm. where that I've made Horizon OS to do is I can connect multiple, any kind of device together, all in one, no matter how they communicate. So in this yeah. example, I communicated my now robot to the the Schlage smart door lock. This is a, as an example of Horizon OS. So let me play this for you. Yeah, sure. Infinite. Yes. Lock the door. Okay, I will lock the door for you. Thank you. You are most certainly. It is unreal. <laughs> Very impressive. Unlock. He unlocks the door too. Okay. I'm okay. So that was kind of a, um, you know, and of course, uh, with this, there was a whole lot of more than you think of working with the robot, only because 
Uh, Infinite actually runs on Python 2.7 and not any newer version of Python 3. So Mm. what I had to do was, and this has kind of been one of the big things I've done with the now is communicating between Python 2.7 and this dual lock, which would run on Python 3 and these these Mm. different versions of things that are all different. And my Horizon OS helps to, it's just IoT connections. There's no, I don't care what version it is, I can can translate between it all. So that was something that uh, was a big example for that one because it ran on 2.7. So, Mm. yeah, and then that's actually grown into a newer version of that, which would be Reflect Social. That's my wrapper over top of it to bring new and fun aspects into the world of IoT via social and different new things like that so that hopefully will be launching in the next few weeks which would be awesome yeah and uh I'm looking forward to that. That if you would like to see as well it's yeah a, sure it's a similar right. video with the the misty robot which is also behind me mm-hmm. so let's see here let yeah. me share my screen and uh i'll also kind of explain this as well yeah yeah sure so it's a dark room right now, of course, right? And um, yeah. you can't see, there's the eyes of Missy right there, and she's just sitting there. And what happens is I say, hey, Missy, turn on my lights. And Reflect Social, it, Missy says, okay, you know, Reflect Social, do this. And it goes to Reflect Social, and it says, okay, I know we need the Nanoleaf lights to come on and the Phillips Hue lights to come on, and then they both come on at the exact same time. So normally these devices would be in two separate apps, two separate, totally different worlds, basically. And so let me just kind of show you. Hey, Misty, turn on my lights. Doing that now. So yeah, that's wow. a, um, a good example of that. Just a little quick demo where uh, a lot of, a lot going on there. They need to think to turn on some lights for sure. Because it's mm. uh, we have to figure out okay where we need to Philips Hughes, then we got to figure out where the nano leaves and stuff. <laughs> so basically, Horizon OS in a sense is a huge translator, where it translates yeah. between all kinds of different communications, etc. So no matter mm. how it talks, it can you know no no we don't need no more fifteen different apps, fifteen different companies. That's <laughs> that's getting old now. So um, that's what Horizon OS can help us do and reflect social will. Wow. This is amazing. You know, Mike, you, you don't forget to impress impress us in any way as possible because, you know, this is at this age, you've just created something which is uh, outstanding. And, you know, there was a question around it uh, uh, by George Bacon. Mike, with everything that you've accomplished uh, so far, what are you most proud of? Very Ooh, interesting. That's an interesting question. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I think it's Horizon OS in general for the uh, because it, it directly helps my mom and really, um, and it's it's something again. I, I want to build technology that helps people live better and safer lives. So. Because of that, it's it's definitely I directly help someone. In this case, it happened to be my mom, but it that's mm. something I really like to do. And then also, 
I got a lot of things, man. Um, you know, I got I do a bunch of military work for USS OCOM. So wow. uh, military challenge coins from them. That's definitely a very humbling experience. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I like to give back again to it's the military. It, it used my talents and knowledge for the greater good. And I'm very proud mm. of, of that and really everything I've done and also support for the elderly etc so I've, I've got a lot of a lot of uh projects and a lot of experiences that i'm very proud of but uh still yeah wow amazing i think definitely that is something you know you can be proud of and uh, i think you should be proud of everything that you've done for yourself <laughs> now you, it's very difficult to you know even do uh something uh, for real at this age and you're doing you're making things uh nothing better than helping your mom definitely so yes that is something uh very cool uh also suzanne is asking how can we clone mike wimmer <laughs> is that possible mike um, by any ways uh not not yet but uh maybe an avatar uh chatbot avatar possibly in the future chatbot avatar yeah definitely that is something you know uh, which can be something very useful <laughs> but i'm sure you know uh, that level of uh, you know intelligence is difficult to even clone in a machine uh, because obviously humans are smarter than machine till date so yeah that's there okay we had an interesting question about your company so can you just tell us more about your company what it is what you do and uh, you're the ceo of our of a company so we would want to know more about it so um yeah i'm the founder and ceo of reflect social which as i've just shown before um yeah and we are going to combine this fun and interesting factors into iot so you know making it mm -hmm. fun and bringing the young younger audiences into iot and uh so we yeah. just completed our seed round which is awesome so now we are uh finalizing development and we'll be beta testing in a few weeks and you can learn about all my updates and everything on that. That's going to be on LinkedIn. So, uh, mm. yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing uh, all of the, the back end work and everything. I've made it all for sure. And, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's, uh, you know, combining, figuring out, okay, how does this device over here communicate? And how does this one over here communicate? And how does this communicate? And, uh, exactly. You know, and also making it easier because a lot of IoT things, even connecting things, are a lot harder. So we are going to have a tray and a workspace where you just drag things from the tray into the workspace in a very simple, easy to use way. So you can build instructions for things very easily, and we really want more people to get into the field because it's it's very complicated right now. Again, 15 apps, 15 different devices. So that's why I'm trying to simplify it. Okay, that's that's you know very oh, cool. Uh, also, is your website already ready? I can see it ready. Can I share it with the yeah, folks yeah. around? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Looks cool. Here it is. Yeah. So this Amazing. is the Reflect Social website here. Uh, of course, we don't have a whole lot yet to, to show. But uh, we're, we're surely uh, getting there, and we'll, we'll be showing some things in a few weeks. Um, wow. But yeah, basically, Reflect Social is actually under my parent company known as NextEra Innovations. So okay. um, 
yeah, you can show that if you would like to repeat as well. Um, so that's where I was selling these robotic applications for the now robot. And we was like, okay, we need, a, we need an LLC to funnel this stuff through. And so that's where we, we, we funneled everything through that. And then also all of my military contracts basically come through NextEra Innovations as well. Okay, fantastic. So Re Reflect is going to soon spin off from NextEra Innovations and uh, become okay. an LLC and everything. Wow, this is very cool, Mike, already. <laughs> I know, uh, you know, you, you tend to make things very real and this is super real and this Thank is amazing you. so uh, uh obviously there was a question that i wanted to fake from Mayawa again uh what helps you to uh, you during the foundation of your projects what is that one thing uh, you know i think it's just I, I i figure out something that i that i would like to do you know i see all these things that i like to do and i i'm really good at for foundations and things and learning in, in a sense i, I mm. take bits from different places so i got this part from the documentation this part from this video and this part from this book and this part from trial and error and i can combine them all together into something completely different than none of the people who wow. really those things thought about so that was kind mm. of a uh something that that helps me learn because i can combine mm. all these together kind of like horizon os right combine all the stuff together and uh, one of the things I like to do Amazing. is find, find a problem or a challenge and try to fix it or make it simpler. So IoT, try to make it simpler. And, you know, I've built all kinds of stuff. Rubik's Cube solves. Some people can't solve Rubik's Cube. So I try to make that simpler, right? Make a robot do it. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there, there's many different things. And actually, one thing that I've built, I guess I can show you here, is a uh, yeah, sure. an autonomous car here for a uh, wow. RC car. And I have a video I could show you in a minute as well, where I, yeah. I edited it all out, I put all kind of chips in it, and then I put all mm. sensors around the front, the sides, and then one at the back. Of course, I put all wow. kinds of stuff on it, made it my own. And I programmed it to stay between walls if it was a lane. And then also, you know, obstacle points for the front and in the back, etc. And this was uh, my first really delve into big making hardware and programming it. So that was, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, kind of going back to the foundation of your projects. I wanted to, you know, I always big car car buff, so I had to get the Corvette RC car and gut it out and everything. And it was something I wanted to do and want to learn. So that was really the foundation yeah. of that project. And in general, I really feel like that. If if something doesn't break the law of math or science, that it can be done. So mm. it hasn't been done yet. And there's some hard problems that some people don't want to tackle. And I and I like to tackle those hard problems. Well, that's I think that's a, a ideal approach one can have. And you know, you already have that approach where you want to go in the depth, and you know, you things which is very interesting and uh there was an interesting question uh first of all obviously there are a few comments mike for you mike whatever you do when you get older always have this much fun so that's that right says. <laughs> and uh george Firkin obviously says we need more mike Wimmers in the world uh yes definitely we need more people like mike who Thank can you. you know actually uh do greater for good and for for the world so uh, that's obviously there. Uh, Mahindra says, "Your uh, man, best of luck for your company and keep helping the community." So uh, yes, definitely. And also about the integration bit when you spoke about it, some LinkedIn user I'm not aware about who it is. 
Okay, I'll take this question from Jonathan. Uh, uh, Mike Wimmer, how do you manage your time and how are you able to learn so much, uh, so young? What inspires you? You know, um, I really, I guess you could say how the first question is, how do I manage my time? And, and really, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. I don't think I've actually kind of put it into a theory, if you will, but I, I can kind of combine things from okay, you know, I got school hours here, that school block, then I got the reflect social block, then I got the, the play block, right? So yeah, I, can, exactly. you know, I, I divide into these blocks and I, of course, tweak things depending on how, what things are happening, etc. So um, really compartmentalize everything. So school, okay, that school's done. Now I'm not thinking about school. Okay, now reflect's done. Now I'm not thinking about that. So it's a, it's a very bouncing approach, but you know, I, I think uh, people think of well, you know, if you're doing you're doing see school and then you're also you're doing reflect. Of course, you know, why are you working so much? And really, what I think is, if you really love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So I've never worked mm. a day in my life. I love doing all this stuff. You know, you're messing with RC cars and autonomous vehicles and Rubik's cube solvers, <laughs> and, uh, Internet of Things. I love working with all that stuff. So it's it's very fun and. So uh, how am I able to learn so much so young? And I think it's just I take in information like a sponge, literally. And it's yeah. and I digest it very fast. So I can learn things super quickly. And I really don't know anything different than to soak in all information that's possible. It's just kind of a, a passive thing that I just do. Exactly. Um, so what inspires me? Uh, there's a lot of things that inspire me for sure. And um, I think uh, my parents for sure inspire me, and uh, you know, it's, it's still, still those uh, morals in me as well. And mm. you know, there, there's um, just in general, Elon Musk as well. He inspires me for his out of the box thinking. That's still that idea, like I said, you never been <laughs> right, and that's kind of my approach to thinking as well. So that's de definitely um, for sure, and he takes on the hard problems, you know. How can we use these exactly. rockets? How can we make battery life and electric cars better? Tackling those hard problems that can actually help mm. the world. That's something that I want to do as well. I can only imagine, yeah. And yes, definitely, you have some uh, inspiration, folks. Obviously, Elon Musk is someone uh, I look up to. There's many controversies around it, but that's okay. He's still having that out-of-the-box thinking, and he's killing it with that. He's uh, obviously, I don't want to get, get to a point where obviously I tell that, okay, he's the richest person. But no, he's he's actually making us dream about certain things right. that we might have not even thought of. So yeah. those things are very fascinating, and I think you're, uh, you know, you have the right path, you have the right uh, things. And uh, when you said uh, more about, you know, the time management, I was very impressed because just sitting here, I have, I, I obviously have a daytime job at PAC, but also I do the rabbit show. It kind of, you know, it kind of gets so much. I start feeling that okay, there's so much that I need to do, and I'll always be in that place where that okay, back of the mind, I'll have something running that okay, I need to do this. I still have pending work from pack that i need to do or maybe you know when i'm sitting and doing um packs work i have some things to do at the rabbit show i don't know how you manage but you're fantastic and uh, that is what um uh you know uh, suzanne had to say this guy a parent company too uh, he's gonna take over the world and definitely one day you're just gonna take over that's that's happening for sure uh albert says we can use you in marines mike we suck at computer stuff <laughs> 
Yeah, so, I, yeah, that, I guess I'm indirectly uh, helping you in that USS Ocon, the whole branch. Wow, you're already there. <laughs> Just tell us somewhere where you are not there, Mike. We might suggest you there, but I, I know you one day definitely you'll be, uh, you know, conquering the world. <laughs> you are fantastic uh we had an uh, uh a question okay i would recommend to the and okay not not this one but from linkedin i okay here it is uh mike wimmer where do you see yourself in five years Ooh, okay so uh good question i and i think we kind of go back to the elon musk situation right um yeah. i kind of view reflect as my paypal and uh mm. and then later on hopefully that will be kind of sold to another large company potentially exited and i can move on to other impactful projects like in this case my tesla or spacex and that's mm. kind of the you know i've always wanted to make the, those dream companies but you gotta do one first and of course i still like this field and i i'll always be in the tech space no matter what so you know mm. But yeah, that's kind of where I see myself in five years. Hopefully, I've exited Reflect Social, and then starting up another one. Wow, you you're just gonna pile up with companies, and you'll be you know creating, and you know you'll have so much around it, which is amazing. Uh, there's another question uh, from uh, you and Champ. Hey, Mike, what are your specific areas of interest in data science field? Interesting. Hmm, data science field. Um, you know, big machine learning guy so uh yeah. I, I like all that stuff and then also yeah i'm uh, getting into also with the military as well some uh natural mm. language translation with only monolingual data which is a uh a lot harder than normal but definitely it was an interesting thing to figure out and uh yeah. also image classification obviously that's a big thing with the thomas cars these days and that kind of stuff so actually um yeah i can also show you it, my object yeah. so, that I built that actually got me most of my followers on LinkedIn today. And so, yeah, oh. like me. Um, so, yeah, I didn't have a whole lot at the time. And then I said, yeah, you know, I can work on this thing. Why not post it? <laughs> and, um, yeah, definitely. It, it went, it ended up going viral on LinkedIn. And it was uh, mm -hmm. for sure a very, very uh, humbling experience. So, let me uh, kind of explain. Uh, everything that's going on here. So you can see this, right? Yeah. All right. So I have a red shirt on and I'm getting ready mm -hmm. to show up red cars to the screen. And they're oh. all red cars. So what I did by doing that was I had to trick the AI to instead of learning the color of the car to learning mm -hmm. the shapes of the car, which is obviously what we are more in tune to needing now. And, in, and the red shirt would just come to confuse it. Um, and uh, so this is kind of the uh, the video I'll play here. Okay. There's no audio, but. Uh, yeah, okay. Sounds good. I think that's some, okay. Good trick. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty fast. And I wanted to make sure that it was very fast and different orientations exactly. of the cars and et cetera. So hold up two at the same time. So yeah, it was all, uh, I did this just for, just for fun, really. It was no apparent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it was make object detection today. Um, and it, it was yeah. just playing around with the Hot Wheels cards. I said, yeah, let's see if we can't uh, 
um, you know, they actually work. And that was mm. uh, definitely a very, very fun thing to do. And didn't realize the outcome it would give me in the end. And I still, I still mm. play that to today and uh, still play with it, actually, um, around with object detection and that kind of thing. It really does help us a lot in different areas. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It, it does. And there was an interesting question, uh, another one from Mahendra. Uh, Mahendra Singh Rajput, how do you motivate yourself when your project doesn't work out uh, that the way you want? That is very yeah, um, I think I always kind of remember and, and really learn that from, I know that I can learn from my failures all the time. And that, that's kind of where we learn is we, yeah. we make mistakes, we correct the mistakes and we learn. So every everything's a learning experience whether it works or not and you know it for example you always remember the math problems you missed on, on the test not the ones you got right <laughs> and right so that and that that's an example of something where this same same exact principle where it's just success is the only a culmination of all the failures that you've had and yeah. that's really where i think so everything is a learning experience and really motivation i say well i can learn from that and move on Mm, that is very inspiring you know it, it's just about the learning experience and you need to you know have that going and definitely uh it's not something which is uh i'm sure that proje the projects that you've just made uh that you've created for yourself uh, has not just happened overnight or is not a success that might have happened just once it looks very easy but definitely it is not that easy when you get into it it is very complicated to build a robot or a programmer robot and maybe you know if you go out and uh, build a car or anything of those sorts it is very important and uh, uh similarly uh, we had something from uh Neeraj satpal mike Wimmer, you make all this look like a child's play is it really so so yeah a, a little about you know people who are watching the audience who are watching and the kids who, who will be watching this what are your thoughts about uh uh the projects that you you're doing how much it takes and how much uh you know obviously you are um, uh, you are a, a little gifted with super intelligence that i can say but uh, at the same time how do you take up all these things and how do you feel uh it's not child's play definitely it's not a kid's play so uh, what is it how how difficult it is you know I think for me, the difficulty level, I, I always make it fun for sure. You know, I, I know it's like, okay, yeah, I know. I, I want to see the car go. I want to see the, you know, it's, I want to see the car do this, or I want to see it talk through you. And, you know, I always yep. try to see things from a different angle too. So, you know, I can look up how others do it. And now I say, okay, that their ears where they failed. Now I'm going to see where I can learn from their failures and kind of apply it to mine and change it different angle it make mm. it out of the box right and um yeah sure, that, that's kind of where difficulty wise i really don't know difficulty wise because I, I i always am having fun with it so there's really nothing yeah man that's really hard that yeah it's really just fun for me now whether it's fun <laughs> for others i can't i can't speak for others but um i, I yeah. kind of it, it's it's definitely i always make it fun for sure Hmm. I, I think uh, it's about uh, because as you said you don't treat it as work you love to do that and right. when you love to do some things it kind of gets you in a place where uh, you know 
uh, you are more uh, more than failures more than the project doesn't work you would want it to you'll try various things and you will try all the uh, permutations and combinations and you'll make it work and then you'll uh, enjoy the success the achievement that you've just got and which is which is uh, not so easy uh, from a person like me if i you know go through many things uh, if i fail at times then i'll be like okay i just need i'll obviously calm myself down but there are uh, you know breakdowns and all of those things where you you start thinking that how does it work and there was a similar a similar question from a linkedin user how do you do for mental breaks and uh, to re-energize how does it work like you know giving yourself that much needed break that okay now i've just been into this project for like uh, say 24 hours i've given it uh three days 10 days a month how do, how do you just come back with full-fledgedly with all the energy you know i i think it's the uh i kind of have three modes in my head it's uh school reflect and or reflect mm -hmm. all my projects then it's kid mode right and yeah. uh it, it's sometimes when i'm in kid mode that's when the solution actually comes to me so you know, it, it it can also like switching to that that kid mode in a sense where I can play with the Hot Wheels card, build a Lego, or play video games mm -hmm. with my friends, etc. You know, it's it's like you, you when you switch your mind to it, it's almost like it 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 changes like as you said, re-energizes it, right? And uh, it clicks for me, and that, that's kind of yeah. where it, it clicks and. And that's kind of the examples of how I really re-energize is switching to the kid mode and you know walking mm. away and then coming back yeah i think you know it's just about the uh, uh, mental play you don't let yourself uh, block there there it's just about the work that you'll be thinking the whole day you need uh, if it's uh, if it's you you know you're in a project and if you want to stop there you will make yourself uh, you know limited there and then you'll just switch on your kids mode and you'll have your fun you'll you know chill with your friends and you'll enjoy and that's that's something which is uh, definitely for everyone, not just you as a kid, but I think that that is something which is very inspirational and we, we should learn from you that, okay, there is a point where you need to stop and do something else and right. just enjoy that something else and re-energize yourself, which is fantastic. And okay, there was a question from Chirjot uh, saying, what do you think helps more towards learning, building models or video courses? Okay. Hmm. You know, I, I think um, my, my my thing that I've always thought is you can learn best by doing it. So, for example, I wanted to always make a startup. Why you didn't learn to make a startup? Make a startup. So, you know, it, it's, it's, startup, it's right? and it, that's kind of where I have uh, that real world application to things is something where uh, I've learned a lot of what I've learned is from learning, making, getting that real world application. And it helps me to relate to, okay, what am I going to, how am I going to use this? I learned this, but where am I going to mm. put it in my, my, my uh, Rolodex, if you will, where am I going to put it in there? And I was like, okay, if I know where the real world situation is, I can understand how that fits. So that's kind of mm. where I think actually doing things in real, as you said, building models would help better learn. Okay. So building models is something which you would prefer making it more real and uh, making it more practical is something what you believe in. And that's why, you know, you just gave a very fantastic example, obviously, start a startup, 
<laughs> you know, what are you waiting for? If that's something, what do you want to do? Start a startup. And that's so true. Yeah. Uh, Mike, there's a very, uh, okay, I'll take Jonathan's questions because it is very difficult question. Mike Weber, if you could name a project, what was the most fun and what was the most difficult that you have worked on? Ooh, now you're going to give me the <laughs> name all your projects thing, right? Um, uh, um, I, I think uh, what the most difficult was the uh, the Rubik's Cube solver, probably back mm. when I did that, because it had I had to learn C plus plus at the same time as actually making it. So it was a different learning experience at the same time of doing something. So that was a, a very cool. Right experience say okay you know i've usually been the python guy here now i'm gonna go into the c plus plus now now i'm in a dozen languages now so it's it was definitely a very rewarding experience to know that there's some some other languages that have their own expertise and uh yeah. what was the most fun Ooh. interesting getting any of them to work really <laughs> You know, it's a, that that first time getting to work like in the other video was like a uh, oh yeah, it's, it's the feeling of accomplishment. It it works. You did it, um, and, and that was uh, that was really uh, any any of those. If it works, right? Then that's fun. Um, <laughs> it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can only think of you know uh, how accomplished I would have felt if I would have just created something like a Rubik cube, uh, you know, builder, and I would have been like, "What? I did I just do that?" And I can show it to the world, and you know, that is not something that everyone does in their day-to-day -day job. And you, uh, at the age of twelve, again, I'm talking about the age, but yes, at the age of twelve, I've just done something which is unreal, and uh, which is very cool. And I, I totally, you know, can hear your excitement and you know thought process when it might have happened. So I can uh, totally feel you, uh, Mike, on that. And yes, uh, there was there was a question from my end that I wanted to ask, which about um, you know definitely about uh, what would be your tips and tricks if people who are uh, you know uh, of your age group would want to get into uh, tech space. Uh, what what should be the thought process? And uh, like you have mentioned that okay, you've kept it very departmental. That okay, you'll be doing this work at at this hour. And then, you know, you'll just switch that off. You'll, you know, from reflect social, you'll just go on to a mode where you'll want to go with your friends and play and enjoy, you know, all of those things. So what, what are the few tips and tricks that you can um, uh, give to your age group who want to get into tech space? You know, yeah, um, I've gotten this question a lot, actually. I think one of the main things that I uh, always say is, you know, you learn to code and, and then just stick with it. And I think one of the, the biggest things now is because we have robots and video games and all this, this other stuff that we all know that there's code behind it. And right. when you learn Hello World, it's just very boring to, to them, it, it really. And so I think if, you, if they can find a basic robot that can showcase, you know, I learned to code but in the robot moves or the robot does this or that. And it makes it fun because you can see that that tangible feedback of, you know, I got the robot to do something. And that, and that that was kind of the with the same difficulty as Hello World. But it's still it's a whole lot more rewarding experience when it has that tangible feedback. 
Mm. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, you know, but when you talk about doing the real thing again, where you're saying that, okay, just make it real and, you know, just do something which is just not uh, uh, everyone else would do, which is, uh, you know, just create something uh, like Hello World, because that is something everyone is doing, but you're doing something out of the box. You're just taking a robot and you're programming in it and you are showing it to the world that this is what I've or tried playing around my hand in and that gives a real life example to someone who's you know out there so that's there okay uh before uh wrapping up and before uh we uh i have uh, a question that i'll pick from audience uh shruti jain is asking what are the challenges that you faced when starting a company hmm. starting the company hmm. Hmm. i think the big thing for me in general and also the company is uh, credibility at 12, no matter who that is. And uh, again, you know, we're talking about age, but in this case, it's the uh, the opposite factor. Mm -hmm. right? it's finding finding support for people who are willing to take a, take a chance on a 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you want to call it that, I don't really understand it, of course, but you know, that's just me. Um, you know, it, it's definitely finding support for it's also people who don't necessarily understand the tech behind it. And that and that's something yeah. that, you know, what this is big grand thing, we connect all this stuff together, but if you don't understand it, the fact there isn't any way to do that previously, mm. it, that's, that's kind of, uh, that's really the challenges I've faced personally is credibility is number one. Hmm. I think that, yeah, definitely. That is something, you know, at this age it is, uh it can be something where people would want to have trust issues and that can happen easily that's okay but when you grow in it there might be you know many eyes towards your business and they'll be like okay we need to invest we need to make it grow we need to benefit out of it and then you become the chooser that okay really you want to invest in it i'm just waiting when you know elon musk actually decides to <laughs> invest in your company mike and that's gonna happen that is for sure or maybe you'll be working by 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 with him soon, and that's uh, that won't be a surprise to all of us, definitely. And uh, there are a few comments for you, Mike. Uh, Jonathan says, "Keep up the good work." Thank you. LinkedIn user, obviously, uh, continued success to you. You are an inspiration, but remember to enjoy your life, young life too. Right. So, which you obviously do, and which you're doing in the right ways, and definitely that was one of the things that I wanted to touch in today's topic, which is about your life and about what you do and how you, uh, you know, manage everything. And at the same time, you you are very sorted in your head. You're very clear about the things that you're doing. Thank you know what's uh, extreme, what's not extreme, and that makes you a uh, superhuman. <laughs> but Mike, uh, amazing stuff that you're doing. Before we wrap up, uh, I have a question for you, which obviously audience would have to. Where can they find you? Where can they reach out to you? If they have certain things they would want to learn from you, what is the best platform they can get in touch with you? I think uh, people can connect with me on LinkedIn is uh, one of the main okay. ones. And also That's my it. website, nextairainnovations.com. And yeah. uh, my social media links are, are on my website as well. So uh, you can look at all the videos and everything on the website and then also on Perfect. I think that's uh, amazing. So nice talking to you, Mima, uh, Mike. And uh, I think uh, it was fantastic uh, knowing your journey today. Uh, I'm sure, you know, we're meeting soon again on the show and we're discussing more about your projects. It was a pleasure talking to you and thank you for, you know, being on the show. I, I hope you enjoyed it.
Absolutely. I had a great time and thank you for having me on that. I, I look forward to that, that, uh, that encore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. For sure. Okay. Uh, so, uh, see you guys. Thank you very much. And thank you, Mike. Uh, have a nice day. You too.